0: Creating your own reality. Is it possible for me? I am Jennifer K. Hill, the Consciousness Architect, and I am here to tell you that it's not only possible, it's closer than you might think. Welcome to the show. Hi, friends, and welcome to another episode of Regarding Consciousness. I am Jennifer K. Hill, the host of this show and co-founder of om-heels.com, as well as Optimal Match, om.app. And it's such a pleasure to have you here today with Petra Brunbauer and I. Petra and I were recently connected by an amazing soul sister, Nina, who has referred us to some of our favorite guests that we've had on the show. And in addition to Petra being here today, she is the creator of the Journey Wellbeing Platform. She is a holistic well-being expert, podcast host, and created the Journey Podcast as well as the Wellbeing Platform after a transformative personal experience in 2019 that inspired her to continue her own journey of healing, self discovery, and personal development. She spent almost 20 years living in Canada as an executive management expert, and then recently, in the last several years, relocated with her husband and Kat to the west of France. So I look forward to visiting you one day there, Petra.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That sounds wonderful.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for being here today. I was able to join you for your wonderful summit that you have, I think, coming up in May. So we'll have to be sure to tell our listeners a little bit about that. And perhaps you could share a little context is how is it that you became a well-being expert and somebody who is creating these incredible places for people to gather and share their wellness wisdom?
1: Love to talk about that. (laughs) It's one of my favorite things. Yeah, life doesn't always go how we plan it. As most of us know, we have to go with the flow a lot of the times. And as I grew up as a teenager in Canada, I had my own mental health journey. I had things I struggled with. So the well-being journey was never far from my mind. There was always something going on. And I found it a little disconcerting that there was so little support in the mental health system and so little resources that were offered up as I was journeying through that. So I spent my teens and 20s struggling with that, trying to find solutions, ways to make myself feel better, to, I guess we could term it, find my happiness, my peace, and it just didn't happen. So I tried various things. I worked very hard. I worked as a management executive I thought if I kept myself really busy, then I could maybe <laughs> forget about all of those things. If I just kept going and kept doing things and learning new things, and I wouldn't have to deal with what was going on inside me. This journey inevitably had to come to a halt, and that's what it did in 2018 after we relocated to France. I had a very tough year. I lost several family members that year and some very close friends, and at the end of that year, I had completely lost my motivation, my direction, my connection to myself through all these deaths that I was experiencing and the losses, lost myself. (laughs) That's plain and simple what happened. I lost myself. And it made me think back to the time I had as a teenager where I was struggling with mental health, where I was struggling with direction, motivation, wondering, why are we here? What are we doing here? What's our purpose here? And I thought back to that. And I realized at the end of 2018 that something really had to change. I would have to make big changes in my life. I would have to go inside of me to see what was happening. And if I wanted to move forward and I wanted to heal, there was a lot of work to be done. So that's what I started off at the beginning of 2019. And I decided that a well-being platform would probably be the best way to go. Where I could share resources, I could learn from others, start the podcast, have amazing guests like yourself, and also write on the blog about the topics that were important to me in holistic well-being, in mental health, bringing it all together, and hoping that one day I would also take all the stuff that I had learned over the past 25 years and put it into a program to help people. So that was the aspiration when I started in 2019 and I did a lot of educating, certifying, working on myself. I spent years and years understanding what was happening and learning from other people also in their journeys. And so that's what brought us here today is all of that started in 2019 and came together on this path called The Journey. Yeah. It is
0: incredible. And so apropos the way you named it, the journey,
1: <laughs> I feel like
0: so many of us are on the journey of self-discovery yeah. and inner understanding. for any of you tuning in, many of you know, I too struggled with mental health and depression in my teenage years and early twenties. And I think that the amazing thing, Petra, is that people like you and all of the wonderful people we've had on the show are now making it accessible to better understand our consciousness. What is our consciousness? Are we our consciousness? Is our mind our consciousness? And how does our purpose and our well-being tie into this idea that we call consciousness? Talk to us a little bit about our well-being journey and how it is that we can utilize our consciousness in an empowered way to better direct this conscious journey that we're all on
1: and my personal experience what I found over the past few years is that if we just live life and we float along and we do our day-to-day things like so many of us do and we're not even aware that's happening lose the ability to make choices about what we want to experience in life and how we want to live that what's very often seems to happen after that is exactly what you and I experienced lose touch with ourselves we become unhappy disconnected we experience mental health struggles maybe also and to me that was the experience that i had after not consciously making the choice on how to live my life i lost that connection and so for me being conscious is also understanding what my purpose is discovering that purpose fostering that purpose supporting that purpose and really living every day in that purpose so that I can further what I would like to do in this lifetime. And in connection with that, I touch base with so many other people. They touch my lives, I touch their lives. So it becomes this really big community of people who are supporting each other, who are each in their own way, working on their own purpose, but we're also working on a greater purpose together and fostering healing for ourselves, for the planet, and bringing all that together. And consciously living our purpose. And I think if we don't do that, we can experience a lot of problems. And then we wonder why we have those problems. And I think it goes back to that.
0: What I'm hearing you say, Petra, is that we go through what we call, or what I call at least, reactive versus proactive living. I think so many of us, when we begin our journey early on, is we are reacting to circumstances, to people, to emotions, or we are numbing ourselves to them as so many of us often do. No wrong here. It's just an observation of how we cope with the pains that life sometimes offers us as a gift. (laughs) It's funny. I digress for one moment because One of my favorite songs is a song by Andy Grammer, I believe it is, called I Wish You Pain. And it's such an interesting title. And I heard that he wrote the song for one of his children saying, I wish you pain. I wish that people break their promises to you. And it is so true because it's from the depths of despair and pain and heartache that we often break through, we break through this beautiful flower and That is what proactive living in is that breakthrough is to understand, yes, pain is going to be there, though rather than reacting to it, running away, numbing ourselves, becoming fearful or shutting down the nature of our true essence as a human being, that instead we relish the pain, we embrace the pain, we dance with the pain, and we proactively teach and train ourselves with tools so that when the pain does arise that we'd have the capacity to choose how we want to interact with this rather than being at the effect of it
1: yeah absolutely and like you said i don't think i know anybody who hasn't experienced pain in their lives so it is something that we as humans inevitably will have to deal with and manage the thing that i have learned is that when i am in my essence, when I'm living my purpose, my authentic path, I deal with it in a very different way. I find myself much quicker. I can live the emotions that I'm experiencing, but they don't consume me. They don't pull me down and keep me there forever. And that's what used to happen in my teenage years. I would experience things and I wouldn't find a way out of them. Mm. And so that makes it very difficult to live makes it very difficult to work or have relationships with others when you're constantly in this deep, dark hole and you don't know how to get out of it. When you're living your authentic path, when you're consciously choosing to follow your purpose, you can recenter much quicker. You find yourself much quicker because you know at the core who you are and why you're here and what you're doing. You usually have a very big why when you find your purpose. And that helps you Heal from things quicker. It helps you process things quicker. I think that's what we lose when we lose ourselves, when everyday life happens and we lose that connection to ourselves. We also lose that ability to heal and to experience those things consciously and then heal from that.
0: Yeah. And it reminds me of my dear friend and mentor, co facilitator, Arthur Samuel Joseph, who has been teaching for six decades to world famous thought leaders. We had him on the show a few weeks ago about being in our deeper listening. I think that's how we really can discern what is our purpose, is we need to clear out the noise. You know what, there is so much noise from social media, to television, to life and things happening as human beings, not good or bad, merely an observation. And when we're able to tune down the noise, and tune in to the deeper purpose. What is Petra's purpose? What is Jennifer's purpose? What is your purpose? Who's tuning in and listening right now? It's from this different angle that we are able to to be able to walk the purpose that we're meant to walk and that we become, I think the word we're looking for here is more resilient in the face of whatever challenges or pain we might experience. And on that note, Petra, I would love to hear from you what are some ways that we can discern our purpose? What do you recommend to everyone out there tuning in?
1: So I walk through some of the things that I have tried that that aren't they' are part of my program, but also things that you can try just like that. One of the things that I love doing is ask myself, what brings me joy? Mm-hmm. Usually, Our purpose is connected to our joy. It's connected to our spark, our essence. And when we follow our purpose, we feel good. If we ask ourselves, what brings us joy throughout the day? There's usually at least one or two things that pop up that somebody could maybe find in their day that they're liking or that they have liked. Maybe they've gotten so busy that they forgot to do those things. But I bet you at some point, those things were present in their lives and they remember that joy. So if you go back and you journal, And you think about what brings you joy or what brought you joy, you can find a little hint usually as to where that path is going to go. These could be hobbies, but they could also be more profound things. If you want to follow a path of healing, for example, and energy work and things like that, you might find that working with people brings you a lot of joy or healing people brings you a lot of joy or connecting with that deeper energy brings you joy but you won't find any of that if you're busy running around and you're busy being busy, <laughs> that's usually how it goes. We make really big to-do lists and we tick things off, but we're not actually doing anything. And so when you listen to yourself and you listen to where your joy is, I think that's one part where you could plug in and kids find the starting point of your purpose and your journey. It won't be instantaneous and some people have told me that I don't remember anything that made me happy, So that happens sometimes if we spend a long time compromising or we spend a long time sort of stuffing all that down and not really listening to it, sometimes we forget. But once you consciously redirect your energy to that and you put some time into discovering what brought you joy, there are things that will come up that you remember that used to bring you joy. So I think that's a really good point to start. And then do more of those things. When you find something that brings you joy, do more of those things because that will nourish you, that will recharge you. When I do the things that bring me joy, I feel like a different person after. I I don't feel like it's work or chores. It's something that really refuels me, especially if you're very busy or you have a family to take care of. If you have several children, for example, so important for you to find that joy and nourish yourself because you just cannot get from an empty cup. If you're not connected, if you're not recharged, You're going to have a very hard time being that sparkling self to anyone else that's present. So that's one way I would suggest. And the other way is reflecting on your past. And so sometimes, as I said, that happens that people don't really remember what brings them joy. They said, I used to like this or I used to like that. So maybe plug into that. Pull some things from your childhood if you have to. Go all the way back to your childhood if there were things that you really loved doing and try them take some classes, meet some new people online, learn a new language, try some new skills. And I bet you that you will find something where you walk away at the end of the day and you go, oh, that actually felt pretty good doing that today. And when you find that again, plug into that, hang on to that feeling that nourished you and that brought you that joy. I'm a big believer in the fact Like I said, that when you find your purpose, you also have joy in your life, you have alignment, peace. So when you can locate these experiences and these emotions in your life, you can harness those and start working towards your path. And sometimes that will require some changes. Jennifer, sometimes the life that we're living isn't really aligned with the life that we want to live. And that's okay, too. And it's okay to start making those changes and then move towards what brings you joy and where you feel more aligned. That's all right. And you can change your mind. If in a couple of years you find that your purpose no longer serves you and you want to do something different, that's all right, too. It's important, as you said, that you're listening in and that you're really listening to yourself and what you think that purpose is and what makes you feel good.
0: It's so powerful. You're reminding me another guest we recently had on, a dear friend of mine and famous thought leader, Jocelyn Herman-Saccio has a program called The Art of Being Unmessable With. And I had the honor of joining her for a class the other day and she talked in the course of what are our dreams? And the bigger question is what dreams did we inherit from our parents, from society, from our friends, from whomever it might be? And until we can actually pull apart what dreams are ours that we created versus what dreams what things bring us joy, even the things that we think bring us joy, it might be because we were mirroring other people who we admired. I know for me, when I was very young, I had a certain set of friends and I didn't have any strong sense of self. So I was looking at who to date based on who my friends liked to date, what to do with my life based on what they recommended. And when you shift contextually And you shift from that, hey, I'm reacting to the circumstances in the world around me to one of being a creator. It's a totally different vibe.
1: Yeah, you're shifting from cause, from effect to cause, right? So you're becoming the cause and the agent of your own life. And in all honesty, that can be a very scary thing. Some people have never experienced being the agent in their own life. So that can be a very scary experience that takes some getting used to really truly believe that the more you flex that muscle, and the more you utilize your power to choose and your power to be the cause, it does become easier and easier. And like you always keep telling me, you're going to find that there's all these miracles happening throughout the day when you start exercising, that conscious power to choose and that conscious power to follow your path. I think you're going to find that things in life really shift and they change because you're you're the cause now. And you're instigating and manifesting those things.
0: Yeah, it's the difference, as Joss was saying the other night, between being a get-stuff-done person and managing things to being the creator. It's a totally different energy where you're managing things versus being the one who creates and does things.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful. And I think it, it can make a big difference in, in how you feel and how you show up, right? So often when we don't live consciously in purpose, we're experiencing all sorts of health challenges, maybe even physical health challenges. People who live with a lot of chronic stress, they tend to have maybe chronic pain or high blood pressure, irritated anger, frustration. There are a lot of negative things that are connected when we don't feel happy and we don't feel aligned. So moving into purpose and actually aligning with what we want to do can be a huge change in how we feel physically, mentally, emotionally can bring this whole transformation into life. And it doesn't always become apparent until you look back from that point and you go, wow, I didn't realize how unhappy I was, or I didn't realize how ill I was or how unwell I felt. So there's also that side (laughs) when you shift into that.
0: It's so beautiful. There's another wonderful woman I get to facilitate courses with named Dr. Maria Sagi. And she was telling me from a standpoint of healing the body, by the time something shows up on your blood work, your body has been unwell informationally. Like it's been getting the misinformation that is misaligning your body for quite some time. By the time it's like phase three when it actually shows up on your blood work. And I think that what that tells us is that we have this natural wisdom for what connects us to our consciousness, to our mental health, our physical health, our general vitality and well-being. And I think that the more we can tune in and tune out the noise, the greater our capacity to live our purpose and our best life. And Petra, tell our listeners, what is one takeaway, one thing that you would love everybody who tuned into today's episode to walk away with?
1: Yeah, I think it's a very simple thing, but so profound. And that is to really do one thing every day that brings you joy. So whatever that thing is, you want to go into an ice cream, you want to drive your car because you love being in the car, you want to listen to your favorite song, you want to draw a picture. It doesn't matter, however childish, unreasonable, whatever, if it makes you happy, do that one thing. Take that time every day and do that for yourself because that will start building that muscle that you need to start becoming the creator in your life and start causing things rather than just reacting to them. So I would advise anybody who's listening to really start utilizing that power that you have and start working on that every day. Do one thing that brings you. I love that. For me, it's dancing. I never knew this until I remember being
0: humiliated one time when I was very young for dancing awkwardly. I was at probably a middle school dance. And so then I think I became a cheerleader and I, something happened and they're like, oh, you're the weakest link. And so all these things compounded, had me go, oh, I'm not a good dancer. I shouldn't dance. And it was only in my late 30s and doing a lot of personal development and inner child work that I realized I love to dance. My favorite pastime is dancing. I dance every single day. And you know what I do? I put an alarm on my phone that's one of my favorite dance songs. So even if I forgot to dance, an alarm goes off and it reminds me to dance. So I encourage you, figure out what your dancing is. Is it walking? Is it playing with animals or going to your favorite park? Whatever that is. Ask yourself, what brings me joy today? What a great piece of feedback, Petra. And I do want to take it back as well to the summit that you have coming up. I believe it starts in May, correct?
1: Yes. It goes from May 8th to the 21st. So for two weeks in May, we'll all be coming together and talking about holistic well-being. And I you're a part of the summit as well and i loved our interview so i can't wait for that to air (laughs) so yeah we'll be for 14 days we'll be talking about how you can elevate your mind body spirit and how you can achieve health happiness through holistic well-being really make the optimal life that you've been looking for and we have lots of amazing speakers who have tips tricks techniques advice who are talking about their own stories so I think the summit is going to be very impactful and it's going to offer a lot of value to our viewers. If they like the idea of holistic well-being, it's definitely something they can check out. And every day we'll have two to three speakers. And on that day, the interviews will be free. So if you tune in on the day that they're live, then you can watch at no charge at all.
0: Wonderful. Where do people go to find out?
1: So we are putting together the information at the moment, and you'll see that pop up as soon as we have everything ready, but it will be at thejourneysummits.com, and I can give you the link for that as well. Also at holisticwellbeingsummit.org. So those will be the two locations that you can find the summit.
0: Wonderful. And The Journey is spelled J-O-R-N-I, correct?
1: Correct. Yeah. And there's the in front of it. So it's thejourneysummits.com.
0: Yeah. Wonderful, Petra. Thank you so much. Petra has been here with us today on Regarding Consciousness. We are always so grateful to have you listening to join us whenever and wherever you're tuning in from. For any of you who love to binge watch or listen to things, just a little heads up all of the episodes that you find on Apple, iTunes, or Amazon Music. Can be found in advance of the episode airing on my YouTube channel, Jennifer K, as in Kite Hill, Jennifer K Hill, H I L dot. Jennifer K Hill is the YouTube channel. And you can find there all the wonderful videos of our guests as well. So we invite you to subscribe, check it out, and get pre access before they go live to all of these wonderful interviews that we do. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening and wishing everybody access to deeper joy in every area of your life. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today for another episode of Regarding Consciousness with Jennifer K. Hill. We would love it if you would take a moment and write a review for us or rate us on Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And if you'd like to stay in touch and find out about upcoming events with some of the amazing guests we've had on the show, like Deepak Chopra and other world thought leaders, feel free to join my email list at metabizics.com. Again, that's metabizics.com. And you can go ahead and join our email list there. Thanks so much. And we look forward to having you join us next week.